0: Good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. On today's show, farmers in the U.S. will be receiving subsidies for the impact tariffs imposed by the Trump administration will have on them. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose McDougal Auctioneers for guaranteed results online at mcdougalauction.com. Filling in for Jim Smalley this month, this is Ryan McNally. Subsidies are coming back big time in the United States. In an effort to appease American farmers affected by a trade war, the Trump administration is fighting on several fronts. There will be direct payments to both U.S. crop and livestock producers. This is Sonny Perdue,
1: the U.S. Secretary of Agriculture. The Department of Agriculture will be authorizing up to $12 billion in programs, which is directly in line with the estimated $11 billion impact of illegal tariffs on agriculture.
0: The tariffs Purdue refers to were implemented by China, Canada, and the EU after the U.S. had slapped import duties on steel and aluminum. The Chinese have pushed back very hard, implementing 25% tariffs against soybeans and pork. The idea was to put pressure on U.S. farmers who are politically important to U.S. President Donald Trump. The $12 billion will be secured from the U.S. Treasury through a Depression-era program and does not need approval from Congress who says the bulk of the money will go
1: towards a new market facilitation program. Provide payments incrementally to soybeans, sorghum, corn, wheat, cotton, dairy, and hog producers. USDA
0: spokesperson Brad Carman expects program details will be ready by September.
1: We anticipate a simple sign-up. Basically for 2018, for the crops that the secretary mentioned, producers will tell us production we will multiply it times a payment rate and give them a payment based on that formula.
0: U.S. farm groups are saying while they prefer getting their income from the marketplace, government assistance is needed in this new era of tariffs. Nebraska Republican Senator Ben Sasse compares the White House plan to spending $12 billion on gold crutches. The group Taxpayers for Common Sense says the announcement is a recipe for disaster that will undo decades of progress toward weaning U.S. agriculture from financial dependence on federal subsidies. Last week, Minister of Agriculture Lyle Stewart as well as Deputy Minister Rick Burton went to Vancouver to take part in the Ag Minister's meeting. Burton spoke earlier this week, saying several topics were on the agenda.
2: Well, we had a number of topics that the uh, ministers talked about. They had an update on the trade and market access uh, issues. Also, the ministers received a report from the Business Risk Management External Panel, and so they talked about those recommendations as well. They had a, a good discussion on some labour issues uh, facing the sector and really some regulatory reform issues and, and things that we can look at to uh, improve our regulatory systems.
0: During the Premier's meeting earlier this week in uh, New Brunswick, the carbon tax was a big uh, focal point. Was that also discussed at the Ag Minister's meeting?
2: Yeah, no, carbon wasn't on the agenda, so carbon tax wasn't on the agenda. The First Ministers were at their meeting, and I know they had talked about it, but it wasn't on the Ag agenda at all.
0: What about uh, tariffs uh, with the United States? I mean, obviously that affects agriculture a great deal. Uh, was that discussed at all?
2: We had an update on, really, the negotiations with the federal government in the U.S. on modernizing NAFTA. They gave us an update on those discussions are at and kind of the timeframes as best they know on the way forward. So, yeah, that was discussed. And I think ministers, they recognize the importance of trade. They recognize the the importance of getting a deal that is good for Canada and the sector and encourage the federal government to continue to pursue those negotiations.
0: Why do these talks continue with other ag ministers across the country?
2: We we have a very diverse agriculture sector across the country, but we face a lot of similar issues. When you think about labour shortages that the sector faces, whether it's in the primary or the value added, or you think about some of the regulatory challenges, there's a lot of commonality in how we can approach them and how we can work together, uh, both learn from each other, but also work together together with the provinces and the federal government to get better systems in place. On the labor issue, the sector is, there's a lot lot of urgency, I think, on this particular issue in terms of the shortage of labor for the agriculture sector. And I think collectively, we can put a strong voice forward as provinces into a federal review on temporary foreign workers, for example, and how we can make that program more effective for agriculture.
0: Rick Burton is the Deputy Minister of Agriculture with the province of Saskatchewan. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered, tough equipment on the market. And the REMAX Blue Chip Realty Egg Team of Marcel DeCorby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca Yesterday we heard the first portion of our feature with Mike Jubinville, an analyst with Pro Farmer Canada. He has a fairly positive forecast for peas, but not so much for lentils. He says the U.S.-China trade war is creating a growing market for Canadian peas.
1: I remember in the winter time when we were were having a lot of discussions about how the closure of the India market to our pea market was going to impact price. And certainly it was a dramatic reaction initially, and there was lots of talk we are going to have a million-ton carryout of peas, we're just going to be swimming in this stuff. Well, it turns out we got a lot less than that. I think carryout's going to be down closer to 600,000 ton. Now, that's still a lot and it provides a good supply cushion for what will be a smaller crop this year based on the lower acreage. So we'll have a stable, I think, marketplace for the time being, but I think we're probably using up those peas faster than we thought. And a lot of that has to do with China. They're looking for a a protein source alternative ingredient to American soybeans, and they've been a fairly aggressive buyer of Canadian peas. So we've been shipping peas out at a pretty good clip relative to what we normally do you know, in the period of April, May, June kind of thing. So I think that process probably continues. So I see the demand element there, and I see the pulse market fix, helping or turning in peas faster than I do in lentils at the present time. Uh, so is there room to the upside on peas? I think we're a stable market for the time being. We're gonna have a new crop come onto the market with that cushion of old crop supply, and that's gonna, you know, hold prices in place. We have the former Soviet Union states will be harvesting their peas shortly as well. They sell right off the combine, so you know that'll provide some limitations. But I think once we get into the harvest, post-harvest period, there's a little more room to the upside. Could we get Saskatchewan prices upwards towards $7 a bushel again? That's possible. So I'm not writing that potential off. So, uh, for right now, though, we're kind of in a stable market that's not really moving too much.
0: While there's some promise for peas, it's a different story for lentils.
1: Red lentils to me is a two-year fix. It's just going to take that long. As long as we have the the impact of the India trading relationship that we have and the tariffs put in place that restrict our ability to put product to that market, and not just us, the Americans, the Australians, and others who also are, are dealing with the same issue, there's just too many red lentils that is just going to take time. It's going to take time in terms of holding the price down at a level that encourages a buyer, holding the price level down at a long enough period of time to contract the acreage, both here and elsewhere, that grow red lentils. And hopefully, in a year or two time, India begins to lift the restrictions they have in terms of tariffs against our lentils. At that time, we could probably see a marketplace, see some appreciation. But I still think that's going to be at least one marketing year, maybe even two ahead of us before we see a fix. So I wish I had a better story on that one, but that's the way it looks, unless, like I say, there's talk of El Nino being reintroduced now. Now, if that comes into play for India's pulse production, their major winter crops, uh, or come around Christmas time, uh, you know, that may be a talking point for the markets then. But short of that, it's hard to see a fix in in the near term on the lentil side.
0: Mike Jubinville is an analyst with Pro Farmer Canada. He provided the Market Outlook presentation last week at Egg in Motion. The Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollis Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson, Hollis Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. And also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton, and Swan River. Visit flamin.com. Here are the latest ViTerra grain prices. Durham is opening unchanged at $254.59. Feed barley also unchanged at $172.63. Canola is down 20 cents at $463.14. Flax unchanged at $482.42. Oats is at $150.51, which is up 9 cents today. Yellow peas unchanged at 221.54. Feed wheat unchanged at 175.44. Number one red spring wheat is up 13.19 to 241.39. The livestock quotes are brought to you by Assiniboia and Weyburn livestock auctions. Call Assiniboia or Wayburn at 642.4180 or Weyburn at 842.4574.
3: Good afternoon, this is the Yorkton Heartland Livestock market Report for Wednesday, July the 25th. A solid run here today. These cows and bulls, they just keep coming to town. I'd rather sell them now than uh, having them to sell them in fall. 500 cows and bulls, 270 feeder cattle, 18 cow-cat pairs. There's over 800 head for sale. Cows and bulls selling 3 to 5 higher today, D1, D2 cows, 83 to 93, sales to 96, 97, D3 cows, 73 to 83. Cows are averaging 91 cents. Good bulls, 111 to 121, sales to 124, 125, bulls are averaging 118. Never sold any feeder cattle because of all the cows, but we did have a strong sale two weeks ago. I know it's old news, but here it is. On to the steer side, 6 to 700-pound steers, 210 to 222. Had a package of red and tan steers weighing 610 pounds. They topped out at 225. 7 to 800-pound steers, 197 to 211.50. On to the heifers, 5 to 600-pound heifers, 190 to 202. 6 to 700-pound heifers, 185 to 193. No sale next week, August the 1st, due to yard maintenance. Our next sale will be Wednesday, August the 8th. That's it for this week at Heartland Yorkton. I'm Harvey Exner. Have a good day.
0: Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices.
4: This is the hams market commentary for Wednesday, July 25th. Ham sold 6,700 hogs Tuesday, selling a range of 160 to 179 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,200 head, selling a range of 160 to 178 per CKG. HAM's cash hog price today is steady and forward contract prices opened higher this morning. On Tuesday, the Canadian dollar was unchanged with the daily exchange rate at 1.3157. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 76.15 cents US. US cash markets were stable in yesterday's trade with the midwestern regions reporting no change in their negotiated prices from the previous day. Over the past month, U.S. cash prices have declined about 20%, or $15 a hundredweight, as packers have responded to weaker wholesale pork prices. The latest cold storage report was released earlier this week, showing total supplies of pork were steady with year-ago levels. However, the larger story was that total meat and poultry stocks are sitting at record-high levels of 2.5 billion pounds.
0: Farm weather is next on Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton, and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan, call Harry Shepherd at 306 352 1866. The official 620 CKRM farm weather forecast. Cloudy skies for today, the high 19, the low 8. Tomorrow, sunshine with a mix of sun and cloud beginning in the afternoon. The high 21, the low 9. Then Friday, mix of sun and cloud, the high 25, the low 12. Saturday, also a mix of sun and cloud, the high 25, the low 11. Sunday, sunshine, the high 29, the low 13. Monday, sunshine and a high of 29, the low 15. Tuesday, sunshine, the high 26. Normal high for this time of year is 26 degrees. The normal low is 11. The sun rose this morning at 5.16. The sun will set tonight at 8.54. The provincial hot spot this hour is Stony Rapids at 21.3 degrees. The cold spot in Saskatchewan is Hudson Bay at 12.2 degrees. Around the province, Estevan, mostly cloudy and 21. Prince Albert, mostly cloudy and 16. Saskatoon, mostly cloudy and 20. Swift Current, mostly cloudy and 17. Weyburn, also mostly cloudy and 20. Yorkton, cloudy skies and 14 degrees. In Moose Jaw, partly cloudy with a north-northwest wind at 8, gusting to 34, it's 19. In Regina, mostly cloudy with a north-northwest wind at 31, gusting to 41. Barometric pressure is falling, it's 19 degrees. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture for today. For Jim Smully, this is Ryan McNally.